Well, boys, only two points separate the top three teams right now in the Premier League. It's, uh, it's getting tight. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James. I support Arsenal. With me tonight, that is Brad over there. He supports Chelsea down below. That's Sean. He supports Tottenham. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? What's going on? Pretty hype again. Yeah. Pretty hype again, huh? Not hype enough to get the jerseys out of the box yet. We'll, we'll see what happens this oh, weekend. Have you have you packed the jerseys in the box? The jerseys are packed. The jerseys are hung up in a part of the closet that is difficult for me to reach. Oh, wow. I don't have a box. You pulled a James. I did. I said that I was doing that like two or three weeks ago. I didn't know. I missed it. Oh, I, I did a, say that when I was very, very frustrated. That's a drastic step to take. I know. I can't remember. Was it the... Did we... It the first to, year of the pod, you did it. I think. <sighs> No, it was right before the I th- pod. I think it was the year before the podcast I did that. Yeah. This is super unnecessary. Um, and way in the weeds. Way in the weeds. All right. What what are we doing tonight? What is the poll? All right. Let me look at the, okay, the Google document, Match Week 25. Uh, <laughs> we're reviewing the results. We're talking about the football that was played, not James's emotional state. Um, so we will be breaking down Match Week 25. We're going to look at a couple of these results. One, uh, particularly spicy one from Manchester that we are going to have to go over. Um, But before we get into all of that, before we get too deep into this podcast, if you could hit that subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell. If you're on YouTube, if you're on one of the podcast sites, follow uh, rate and review. And as always, if you could share this episode with a friend, uh, put it on your social media, um, encourage a friend to listen to it. All those things really do help us out. Drop a comment down below for the YouTube algorithm. If you're on YouTube, uh, those things all help us out tremendously. Um, but really, I think, and Sean, you might, I don't know if you agree with this characterization, but the, the, the biggest result and the most shocking result of the weekend, I think, happened in the same game. And that was the Manchester City-Chelsea game. Oh, is that where we're starting? I, th- I think yeah. we have to. I think, that's, I think that's the biggest result of the weekend. And I say that as an Arsenal fan because it was, an, it was a tremendously good result for Arsenal. Um, but, but Chelsea go away to the Etihad and yeah. secure a point. They steal a point off of City. City drop two points. It's a draw. Um, Brad, what do, you, what do you make of that? I, I understand why you said Chelsea stole two points, but I don't think so. I think we left two points on the table. Tell me more, Brad. I mean, Petrovic was having a heck of a day in goal. A deflection gets by him, giving City the draw. Yes, City were, were constantly on the ball, but City are always constantly on the ball. And they, were, they weren't as flowy as they normally are, right? Like, they were hitting crosses into the middle, trying to hit Holland's forehead. And that's probably Holland's weakest part of the game. Um, we also had a couple of chances that probably should have been goals to, you know, to shut this game down. Um, the one, what was it? Uh, Gusto's cross pass, like on the ground cross to Nico. That was just like a second late. So he missed it on his feet. Like it wasn't in stride. Yeah. And so they got back and covered it. Like that, that that's should have been a bigger chance than what it was. Or Enzo um, shooting instead of passing to, to, to Jackson. 
Yes, that one too. Or Enzo taking the ball off of Jackson's toe when Jackson's getting ready to shoot. Oh my gosh, that was the oh, that was the worst yeah, one. So, so I don't disagree but, with that characterization so, as a Chelsea fan. Can I just provide a little bit of context? Please do, because so, I figured that's where you're going to go. City had 31 shots. <laughs> And okay. This was, this was going to be my point. Just, just a little bit of context. That's I'm, I think I'm not, not elaborating. My point is, I think, going to go hand in hand with yours, Sean, is that I think Chelsea could feel upset, perhaps, that um, that you didn't win the game. But to me, it seemed like for the final 40 minutes of the game, it was all one direction. And well, it was... I would all, say the last 20. It's, I don't know, man. It seemed when Palmer came off, that's when like it it flipped. Yeah, it seemed. But, uh, like they had cr- hey, just for extra context, uh, we had more shots on target. Okay. Um, how many how many uh, how many punches did Petrovic have? Uh, Petrovic had um three punches as as part of his four saves. Um, it's it's I don't think it's a great stat when you say that Petrovic um had like the game of his life like that's not that's not the position you want your team to be in right when you're playing city you have to be in that position i don't i don't know i don't think that's necessarily true um i don't i don't have the also holland was very very uh not on point which hey just just had a great game i've been on here i think i've called him a disaster in the group chat and or on the podcast like yeah, that's disaster in, in, at center back. Uh, he had a fabulous game. Him and Colwell were were legit in that middle of that defense. Does it uh, um, does it give you any reason to question your uh, blind faith towards Wesley Fofana? Not to no. reopen old wounds. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Um, I think Dissonance becomes third third choice out of like uh, the four center backs. Okay. Or five for including Tiago. I I mean I would not include Tiago because I feel right. Like so if we're not including Tiago, then I think our starting pair for the say for next year, right? Because that's when Fana will be healthy. Will be Fafana and Colwell, and then backed up by Disasi and uh, Badashile. Well, I think okay. All right, that's fine. That's fair. Um, I think. And, the, 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 the big news um, that Sean and I think we should congratulate Brad on is that Chelsea are not on 33 points anymore. They haven't been on 33 points for a while. Um, they're at 35. So yes. um, the 33-point curse is is no it's more this year. Broken uh, very early on. Yes, yes, now, to yes. To be fair, they, I think you guys started the game in 10th, and uh, you finished the game in 10th. Uh, but uh, that's the, the meme that's been going around on on Twitter that I've been seeing is Chelsea win their intent. Chelsea lose their intent. Chelsea draw their intent. It's been- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a recycled so meme. Close to eighth. I'm so like, ah, it's a recycled I, I meme it. from, uh, from United in seventh where they were just, it was just seventh, no matter what they did. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, what, what do you do? Plus one goal difference. You're one goal to the good. I mean, that's encouraging. Finally, have more more goals than than you've conceded. We've I'm, been we've been there for a while, but yes, we've I'm, been positive. I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be negative about Chelsea. I'm really not, Sean. Um, trying to be charitable in this situation. What's your so what's your oh, overall shoot. 
We are. We are the Brighton. Uh, we are the uh, uh, what's your Preston North End right now. 10, 5, 10, 42, 41. Tenth position. Damn, you guys have lost ten times this year. That's wild. No, That's... we've drawn five. We've drawn ten. No, you've won ten, drawn. Oh, yeah, five, we've lost, lost 10. ten. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. That's wild. That's I mean, like... the same amount as uh, Newcastle, and one behind Manchester. It's just a lot. United. Hmm? United. Uh, no, yeah. I, I agree with you. It is a lot, but I'm putting in context that there. Sure. sure. There are teams above us that are close to our losses. Pretty close and in goal point differential. Holy Pretty close smokes. in point total. Yeah. All right. Had we won, we would have been above Newcastle. Man. <laughs> so close. So close. Sorry. So, yeah, you're you're it really was though. Like what's what's the aim? Like, like, are you like you you're still hoping that you finish Europa League? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um I mean nine yeah. points is tough in what, thirteen games we got left? Is that what it is to Europa League, or is that to the Champions League? To to United. I w- I will give Brad that because to transition to to my game, yeah, yeah, where where I wrote off I wrote off our chances of of title chances because ten points in thirteen games is against City and Liverpool and Arsenal is pretty much insurmountable. But ten points to Europa is probably not. You're probably going to get more backwards movement out of that group than you are out of <laughs> out of those three so it it's more manageable i mean yeah if we look at it look united's turned the corner we could say right maybe I've maybe been, they get, I've, I've been saying this for a month they now. get ex- i think they get exceptionally lucky but <laughs> four, four wins they, in a row. they win oh sorry they, they get a lot of scrappy wins let me let me rephrase lucky instead of, i'll say scrappy wins mctominy didn't exist i don't Gener- understand generational hate for manchester united coming from Brad. I think yeah, I, but absolutely. the generational hate coming from this podcast, sir. That's fair. That's fair. RCR Media has a grudge against United. <laughs> the whole media organization has a grudge the against United. The whole organization. United. All three of us, yes. The, uh, <laughs> the, the non-existent F1 podcast and the non-existent yes. Major League Baseball podcast, they all have beef yeah. with Manchester United. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, the non-existent wrestling podcast, we probably start one of those too. Uh as a uh, as a founding um, member of the Security Council of RCR Media, I am putting my veto power on any kind of wrestling wrestling podcasts. <laughs> Anyways, at, at least Brighton until the lawsuits been... die down. <laughs> no, ever in perpetuity. Whoa, 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 whoa! We're not. Don't say that word on this podcast. You guys take it down. Um, Brighton haven't been playing well. Newcastle haven't been playing well. Uh, West Ham is on a nosedive. So, like, I don't. I'm not pessimistic about our chances. So, so... So I liked I liked what you were your your point that you were making though Sean about Tottenham, and kind of tying this in, this in with Tottenham is though even though, um, even though it seems like the loss against Wolves, um, like for for Tottenham has taken them out of the, out of the title conversation per se, um, that that battle for fourth, um, we were talking about this before the podcast. It seems like it's going to be a kind of a tight race, but definitely between Aston Villa and Tottenham. But would you would we care to throw Manchester United into that mix? Five points? Like we're yeah. talking about ten points to seventh for Brad, like or or, yeah, or, I w- or fifth. I whatever. said a few weeks ago I would like that gap to get bigger, but United are not allowing that gap to yeah. get bigger because they keep winning. Yeah. So and Ho- and they finally found a goal scorer, which is what they desperately needed. Hoyland what's he scored six straight games, I believe, seven goals in six games, I That's, think is the tally. Sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, I yeah, think I, so. I think I saw him on a graphic with uh, 
Van Nisselrooy, Ronaldo, and Cantona as the only United players in the Premier League era to score in six games straight. Wow. Which is, that's pretty rare. That's pretty rare air right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I, you got, with, with their current run of form and the fact that we don't play them anymore, you would have to include them in it because we don't have a chance to, we don't personally have a, a say in, if, in them have, having negative points. One thing I'd also, I would also just throw out there about Manchester United, I don't even know if it's necessarily Hoyland that coming, starting to come good, but they've had Casemiro back for the last four games. And and what what Brad? I I don't I don't I don't think Casemiro would be the hype play because he only gets like forty five minutes and a yellow card every game. But what I'm saying is that, that that having stability in your midfield is immense. Talk like what happened to 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 Tottenham when they lost their midfield. Like when the spine of your team is is interrupted between center backs, c- central midfielders. Like I think that that really does impact your ability to execute like on your philosophies, um, and I think that that we saw that a lot with Manchester United through this year is that they had center backs injured, they had Casemiro injured, and they they've been missing the spine of their team for so long, and, and those those issues are starting to to be remedied, and we're seeing a more consistent, a more potent Manchester United because of it. Yeah, which is unfortunate. But I mean, like I, you guys have both been sleeping on United, I think, all year. I mean, like I don't like Manchester United as much as the next commenter on Red Card Radio. But I, I, I would, I think, if we ran the tape back to the beginning of the year, I think we also could and should all agree that I, I was not as, um, I don't know. I, I guess I was more expectant of what Manchester United could do this year than you guys were. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think even if we look at the predictions. You had them higher than we did. Yeah, I don't have the sheets of integrity with me, so I couldn't. We I didn't. can't fact check that. But I don't think I don't think we bought their third place finish. Did I have them third? No, they finished third last year. Oh well, yeah. I don't think we were. I think we were not as impressed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. Um, do you have any 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 thoughts? So specific thoughts about the Wolves result, Sean? That you want to? Yeah. You want to bring up? Uh. Emotions, Just feelings, that, <clears throat> angry outbursts. I, I think, I think having having Puro available would have helped change uh, some things. He just has a better mind for the game. Uh, uh, Royal got caught napping on the Neto goal, where he could have cut off that that fast break a whole lot earlier, or at least I don't think he stops Neto, but he can delay him if he mm. gets to him faster which allowed him to get all the way into the 18 box and cut it back sharply. Uh, and there is some onus to be put on Basuma for not, not picking up the, the trailing midfielder, but um, yeah, if, if, if Royal is uh, able to push him further and make that yeah. cross more difficult, it, it, yeah. it makes it less, less straightforward. And earlier to the ball would yeah. would have, would have helped this, disperse that play into something completely different than what it was. It still may have resulted in a goal. I don't know. Of course. Yeah. But, um, but the first goal and then all of our corners just go back to the fact that we're not learning from set piece corner plays where mm-hmm. Vicario is being pushed all over the place. He didn't get pushed in the wolves game, but we left somebody completely unmarked yeah. uh, who was, who's about five foot five and that shouldn't was, be scoring corners. That was a weird one to concede. Cause I, I, you know, we just looked at that before we started and you guys had 
10 players inside your six yard box. And, and no, I, I d- no one on the five foot five center. Yeah, like he was standing right just a foot outside, maybe, maybe a yard outside of the six yard box. So he was just standing right there. And the sun is close to him, but I don't know if like what I don't, obviously you guys are doing a zone, a zone system. Uh, yeah. And so, but, but it seems to me that like sun needed to be more aggressive there and go win that ball. Cause it was very close to him. Um, yeah. And it, I, I would, now that I'm talking about it, I wish I had gone back and looked at some of the corners that Tottenham were defending just throughout the game. And it would have been interesting to look to see if, that was just Tottenham set up in this match that we're going to put 10 players in the box, make it really difficult for Wolves to body Vicario. Because like you said, um, Vicario had been getting bodied for the last three weeks and maybe this was the remedy for it. The remedy was for to overload the six yard box. So it makes it more yeah. difficult for the, for the offensive team to, to push the keeper around. And, and then on top of that, <laughs> like did, did Wolves adapt to it? Did they, did they just not care? Yeah. Because because we watched it, they didn't even try and, and pressure Vicario. It was yeah. just it was just a, a free header. It was just a free header, like no defense applied at all. So, yeah, it's just it's just frustrating to keep seeing poor corner defense week after week, it, and it, especially now that it's in two different instances and two different strategies. That that's the frustrating part. It feels like we're just getting out out foxed, out chess matched. Uh, is, is that the most frustrating goal to concede? As as a fan, when you're watching a free it, header, like, yeah. Like, well, just like this, like set piece, like like especially like corners, like like conceding on corners just feels bad. Feels so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. like you should be able to man mark for those ten seconds. But yeah, it's just like so. Yeah, Wolves had thirty eight clearances. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at the stats because we just came from the Chelsea this, game. This guy, I'm his, looking at the stats, stats on the Premier League website. Clearances. Premier League website says clearances. Bro. Okay, you wanna know how many Chelsea had in the city game? Sixty-two, fifty-three, very close. Okay, oh, but I had and then made me laugh. Okay, so so all, all you're describing to me is that City and and Tottenham and were living in the other box. Yes, is what you're describing to me. We're living on they, the other side of the field. Yes, they had a then, full-on camp camp fire and, and tent <laughs> set up, roasting in the again, second third. Wolves had on the penalty spot. Yeah, yeah, but yet Wolves still had more shots on target, and so did Chelsea. So yes, both teams well, you, played well, you, very. You def- brought up the shots on target time. after you brought up the fact that Petrovic gave up a deflected goal, which would have been a shot on target. Only it wasn't on target and got deflected. It on. was on target, so they could have had zero shots on target, no, no, no. but they still would have been one one to one. No, that shot was on target, but it was deflected. So it was already right, on target and deflected. Shot was on target, did correct, they, and it was deflected the other way. Did they give correct, the- it was? Did they give the the goal to Rodri, or did they uh, did they say it was an own? Yeah, by it was attributed attributed to Rodri. Okay. Yeah, Chalaba, like that would have been so harsh on him to have come in after injury. Right? Like after nobody, so long out, nobody wants him at the club. He is obviously like just like a dead man walking at the club, and then he gives up an own goal. Like that was the longest so, serving person on the team. So right harsh now. on him. Um. Okay. What uh? What else are we looking at? We we I mean. Liverpool and Arsenal both get pretty straightforward uh, away victories. Um, Arsenal have scored eleven goals in two matches. Um, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Um, so, I mean, I'm I'm obviously pretty hyped about that. Um, Just soccer oh, stat padding. That's all. 
you and so I saw I, I saw people complaining on Twitter about Arsenal. We we I guess have the most penalties. We're tied for the most penalties awarded to us in in the Premier League this year with Chelsea. I don't think we've been given a single controversial penalty. Like like the penalties we've gotten have all been stone cold penalties. And maybe there's like one or two that are kind of like iffy. But like the ones that we've gotten are just like our players are getting taken out. Like and there's like nothing that any you can't argue it, right? Like like the the, the Trossard was clearly taken out by the goalkeeper in this game. And so like we just get a penalty and and you're saying Saka stat padding. Well, he also scored a goal <laughs> from open play, so. I'm good. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought up uh penalties because weeks ago I was complaining about Spurs not only having one penalty yeah awarded all year. We still only have one penalty awarded all year. Have more touches in the box, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, league <laughs> leading league leading's not enough. League leading's not I enough. I don't I don't think you guys are lead, league, league leading anymore. I think we are. Um but I think it's close. You guys are you guys are certainly up there in terms of touches in the opponent's attacking third. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But Hey, he's going to Also Derby County's record is also safe for another year. I meant to say this last week. God, what, 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 where is this coming from? Derby County, you're not my champion. Derby yet. County's 11 points when they were in the Premier League is the lowest points total oh, ever. Got it. Okay. Sheffield United has now crossed over that 13, that 11 point barrier. Yeah, you. So that record is still safe. You want to know when they did that? Last who, week. Who do they beat? To, to go from 10 points to 13. Who'd they it was our relegation 45 pointer. That's Luton, how they made it through. Luton Town. It was Luton Town. Who, yeah. Who was the only one who predicted that game correctly? This guy. It was me. It was me. So you guys can thank me for that. Um, speaking of picks, a little bit of tease for uh, tomorrow's episode. Uh, we, uh, we have uh, Brad has has done the facts and figures he has crunched the numbers he has he has seen who is the most right and who is the most wrong from red card radio's uh picks last week uh so who got lucky (laughs) this guy um you'll have to tune in tomorrow for the uh for the reveal of, of who did what he hasn't even told sean and i yet uh how everyone did so oh um uh, we will be just as shocked as you will to find out um, who who did what. Um, so, with that being said, um, I think that's all we got for you guys in this uh, in this review episode. Uh, definitely uh, come back tomorrow. We will have that preview episode. We'll be looking at all the matches in the Premier League coming up this weekend. Um, also, kind of touching base uh, on. I think there's a cup final. On there the cup is. Final, like uh, I, I don't know. Y'all, y'all know what those are. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brad. That we won the okay. FA Cup a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know you. I know you know what a Cup final is. We're we're also you know fighting for the Champions League right now. As you guys are listening to this podcast at three o'clock on Wednesday, Arsenal are presently uh, in a in a cup competition, Brad. So I don't. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. But uh, hit us up in the <laughs> YouTube comments. Let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on social media. Uh, that guy up top with me, that is at KS Brad G down below. That is Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany and collectively we can be reached at Redcard underscore radio. That's on all the socials. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to, you can join our discord. It's in the description of this video or this podcast. Um, and you can uh, watch Tamzid and Sean sling mud at each other 
uh, Saturday mornings. It's it's good fun from the from a third party perspective. It is um, it is so much fun. I recommend it to everyone. Please join our Discord. You don't even have to talk. You just have to just yeah, wait. Just, just lurk. Uh, but until then, check check back tomorrow. Uh, we will have picks for you, and we hope you guys participate as well. But until then, have a good one, and uh, we will see you soon.